Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Good morning, all, and welcome to Q&A. Uh, I'm at it early this morning. I woke up about half past five, so I've already done all the driver's cards, all the taco heads. PODs are ready to be posted. Post office don't even open until nine around here. Um, yeah, so you should get the video nice and early. Bing bong. Straight into it today. No miscellaneous, uh, no introduction. Uh, we did one on specialist vans. Um... Lee Westcott says, good video, mate. Always looking to do something slightly different to beat the masses of the other van drivers. It's a nice idea. Um, I always had this thing where I never bought an iPod. Instead, I bought an Arcos because obviously there was something out there better that um, no one else had cottoned onto. Uh, and then I realised, actually, no, the iPod was considerably better than the Arcos, and that's why everybody bought the iPod and not the Arcos. And I think it's kind of the same with vans, in the fact that you try and get something a bit out of the ordinary, and then you kind of realise that the reason they're all driving around with Lutons or long wheelbases or small vans is because what everybody needs is Lutons. And if you try and get something a bit different... All you find yourself is out on a limb, probably done some extra money for no apparent reason. Having said that, Lee, don't let me put you off. Because if you can if you can get your own customer with that van, that's a different matter. Uh, Keith Williams says, likes videos. He said uh, he was on the CX with um, three flatbed drop sides and, and three and a half ton trucks. He said, I must have had five deliveries uh, in a year. The CX salesman told me I would have so much work. With the extra long wheelbase drop side truck, I'd be turning work away. All jobs on the CX needed were box fan, in my experience. Keep up the videos. So, yeah, again, he just confirms it. And believe me, when you sign up for the CX, they will tell you you're signing, turning work away and you need every single package. They're salesmen. You know, they are trying to sell a product. I think it's a good product. Do I think you need to, uh, do I think everything they say is true? No. Do I think um, that you need to buy everything that they tell you you need to buy? No. It's still good. Take it with a pinch of salt, guys. Um, and so on the subject of specialist fans, we did one on fridge fans. And that said, he says, um, it's got me thinking Maybe your good self or one of the lovely viewers can answer this. I'm interested to know what type of work the temperature control van jobs are on the CX. 
e.g. food and drink, pharmaceuticals, laboratory supplies, also the size of each job, package, pallets, that kind of thing. Um, and what, where they go to, per pound, and, what they, and what they go for, pound per mile. If you can point me in the right direction, thanks. Well, Nack, this has all the makings of your lucky day. <laughs> Because then I actually got independent of this. Dave Marsh, um, a guy um, called, hang on, a guy called Chris from Echo Healthcare, Logistics Limited, answered. But just one in between. Dave Marshall says, Hi, your power. Following your phrase, he's never commented before. I own a three metre refrigerator van, cannot find work for love nor money, and the advice will be appreciated. So this is for you guys. Chris from Echo Healthcare says, Pete, we've been, we run two long wheelbase crafter fridge vans. We use them to transport farmer products mostly. Um, we are weekly Glasgow to London. Um, on the return, we turn the fridge off and turn the long wheelbase crafter into a normal van. However, you are restricted at the bulkhead uh, because the unit, the fridge unit is inside it. Also, I imagine that adds weight to it because I don't imagine them fridge units are light. So presumably, if your normal long wheelbase might be able to carry 13, 1400, perhaps a fridge one might only be able to carry a ton. Still, tons a ton. Three pallets, 300 kilos, it's not unusual, you know? It's, it's, it's very doable. Um, he says, um, but you, you can still get five euros or four standards. Ah, there you go, up to 875 kilos. So, yeah, the fridge is going away a bit. It's the best of both worlds. However, startup costs are a lot of money to get these vans built. Therefore, you really need to have work for them. I have trialled the exchange, and fridge jobs are few and far between. Don't get me wrong, there are some, but not many. All the best, Chris. Chris, thank you very much. There you go, as always. I know nothing but the Oracle Chris has come to it. So, the long, I think what he's trying to say is, fridge vans, okay, lovely. If you've got a customer who says, I need you to transport stuff in your fridge van every day out of my, my warehouse factory abattoir food processing plant, which is around the corner from your house, going some distance, in which case then you get a fridge van, sign the contract to make sure it doesn't change his, um, his, his mind next week, get the fridge van, go to wherever you're going to go, turn the fridge off, bring some pallets back. So, Chris, cheers. Hmm. Very nice. Right. Um, I'm going to have a thing on the radio the other day. And it was Bob Hoskins in Mona Lisa. And he's in, um, he's, he's in the hotel waiting for, for the brass upstairs. And he's, he, he's at the bar. And the, the barman says to him, Bloody Mary, sir. He says, No, I want a party. He says, uh, Earl Grey or Lapsung Sichong? Bob Hoskins goes, No, tea. <laughs> That bubbles, he's great. God rest his soul. Uh, right, Uncle Albert. On the subject of old Cockney people, um, Ian Shepherd. He says, "Great content, thank you, mate." Um, very happy. To, he said, "I'm very happy to be an Uncle Albert." He said, "I run an extra long wheelbase Mercedes Sighton van." Because like extra long wheelbase would not be a long van, but them Sightons, they're them little ones, aren't they? Yeah, it's, yeah, that's right. Which can take up to two Euro pallets. So I class it as a short to minivan. I believe that car vans are the likes of Fiestas and Corsas just have a regular boot and no back seats. Hence, you can only take one paddy and only small stuff. They're things like the Transit Connect, stuff like that. They're, they're, they are vans. Good to Harry the driver, who one of our drivers actually drives around in one on his way to work. They are vans. They're just only little vans, which is fine. Still a van. Um, he says, running the little Mercedes is cheap as chips, and therefore margins are much higher despite... Um, 
often a lower pence per mile. Most week, I take around 1,000 to 1,100 pound for a five-day week. That's pretty good going in a small van. My target in a Luton with a tail was 1,250, and that's top of the that's top of the um, what you can carry. Whereas if you're doing that in a little van, I think you're doing very well, sir. My strategy is to do very short jobs of less than 25 miles for a minimum of 30 pound, or do long haul jobs of over 200 miles, and then I tramp until I find one going home. Recently, I've been quoting around a pound a mile and been doing good. To me, a big van would just be too much hassle and expense with little to no income. Well, if you're getting a pound a mile in a little van, you are doing incredibly well. I've got to be honest with you, though. Prices are going up. Um, like I said, like I think I said last week, normally we would expect to pay around about 65p a mile in a little van and then going up to, like, you know, 75p, 80p for a long wheelbase, going up to pound, pound 20 now for a Luton. But recently we've been posting jobs getting no bids whatsoever so whether people are out there are too busy or we are getting bids but they are not cheap in which case you know we, we, we have to go to our customers and go guys prices are going up i mean you read it in the news a driver shortage you know shelves are empty every i think since we've done i'll be honest with you i think since we've done the brexit thing the idea was to do the brexit thing so that we actually will get paid proper money for doing what we're doing and it seems to be happening so it's what it is Graham Bell. Morning, Pete. Morning, Graham. Uh, after 15 years in area, man area manager, I took redundancy last year and bought myself a Renault Kango van. That's my always go-to one. That's the only one I can ever remember. Um, now I work in a part-time job and do courier work and love the fact love every day. I'm in a different city or town, no longer stop behind a desk. I've never been happier even if I am tagged an Uncle Albert, this time next year, I definitely will not be a millionaire. <laughs> All the best, mate. There is nothing wrong with being tagged an Uncle Albert. It is not a derogatory term. It's just a term. <laughs> you know, I drive a puddle jumper. Again, real lorry drivers will frown on you, but it's still a puddle jumper. It's still a seven and a half ton truck. It's not a derogatory term. It's fine, mate. And the fact that you are happy, like 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 one of the guys said a long time ago, he said, I love being a career driver. They pay me to tour the country. A-roads. I love A-roads. I've decided recently, my, my um, Molly's boyfriend asked me, what's the favourite road? I went, Mark, get there really quickly, get the job off, get back, get money. And then I thought, no, it's not. Because A-roads are just fun. <laughs> not all of it's fun. Country lanes in a truck, not fun. Motorways, traffic jams, not fun. London, definitely not fun. But A-Roads, A-Roads are nice. Um, Ian Merrick, been an Uncle Albert for a year now. Well done, you, sir. Uh, same client, same route, um, rates crap, <laughs> but it's regular, and I get home every day. Being a registered carer means not being away, uh, is, is, being away is not an option, hence why I've never gone CX. Maybe do my CPC and try moving it to seven and a half ton. May go on the road and do um, the fruit picking. He said the fruit picking isn't low paid anymore since Brexit. There you go. There's another one. It's outdoors. No speeders. No roam debris to dodge. Uh, most importantly, no fuel overheads from the fuel car companies who seem to be hell bent on profit uh, profiteering during the pandemic. This is the man um, who is who is the he's the oracle when it comes to the fuel cars. Ian's fantastic on this one. Another big price expected next week. So maybe, mate, you've got to do yeah. I guess fruit picking might be nice in the summer, but then summer's nearly gone now, isn't it? So drive the van in the winter when it's cold, pick the fruit in the summer when it's warm. Who knows? Uh, Tivio so Cornwall. He says, Pete, love your Uncle Albert video. Um, that will be me next March when I retire. Um, hated job for 25 years. Mate, if you've been in a job you've been hating for 25 years, get out. Get out. 
there is other work out there. Don't you only get one ticket to the gun show and no one gets out alive. Don't spend your life doing something that you don't like. It's just too short. Um, he says. Um, so he's going to go out next week. He said, um, as I will have enough to set up my own business. The only dilemma I have is which van I should get. I have a Citroen Berlingo at the moment, but I'm thinking of getting a short wheelbase just to give me a better chance of work uh, being in the southwest. I know it's tricky down the southwest, uh, Tiffy. If you've got a Citroen Berlingo and it works and you know the pedigree of it, stick with the Citroen Berlingo. Then when you join the CX and you start driving the Citroen Berlingo, you, and if you start finding there's work for, um, for a fridge van near you, or there's work for a curtain side near you, or there's work for a tail lift near you, change it then. You know, to get, the best way to get involved is to get involved. Then once you're involved, you can tweak it. As my, my Nigel, I quote him all the time. He's, he's, um, he's got another phrase, done is better than perfect. Just get it done, you can perfect it later. Good luck. And get out the job. Don't wait till next March. Do it now. Christmas is coming. It gets busy at Christmas. Do it now. Don't be unhappy. Make me unhappy. A Barton. Uh, Pete, we have a Peugeot Expert van, which is more like an estate car, but I can carry two pallets and we carry up to 750 kilos. It's brilliant. See what I mean? See, these things work. It's like the payload... Apparently, some of these, like the, the new Ford vans, you can actually fit the engine because uh, it's all turbos. You can fit the engine on an A4 piece of paper. It's like really tiny, really efficient. I mean, Al said with one of his vans, the, the fuel economy on it was unbelievable. If you can make it work, make it work. Do you? Good luck, guys. Uh, Godzilla's. Uh, was once collecting off a chap in Leicester somewhere. He's in a small blue necker, maybe a red. I didn't take much notice. Quick chat along um, as usual. Are oh, you busy? That kind of thing, you know. Uh, and the chat got around to small versus large. He said, I simply asked him what's the most he's earned in a week. Understandably, this was uh, 2013 to 2014, 960 quid. I asked him what he gets uh, a gallon, 52. And as I trundled off uh, 25 miles per gallon back towards Northampton, it did rattle my cage for about six months. £125 a day versus 180 odd. No humping, ease of parking, no serious bills. When, when the van's only 1,500 quid to buy, cheap insurance tires, everything else. Mm. Makes you think, guys. It does make you think. I always, I always said, do you want to go for the looting with the curtain side? I always, I, can, I always struggle with the ones in the middle. I always thought, to me, personally, they're kind of worst of both worlds. Don't get that much money on a job. You know, can't take as many jobs as you want to. A little bit heavy on the fuel and the stuff. But who am I? You guys know better than me. And finally, Longfinger. He says, I'm an Uncle Albert, a.k.a. a dosser. A couple of days a week, no stress. <laughs> I supremely doubt that, mate. I think you're quite professional what you do and you, um, your comments are invaluable as always. So here's to the Uncle Alberts. All right, son. All right. Shit. Just got to pick up a parcel. Miscellaneous. Oh. Domain name. Same glasses. Uh, domain name glasses. Domain name guy says, truckers and couriers should get themselves a solar... Uh, solar power backpack and a camping toilet when they have like they have a narrow boats and in camper vans especially after last year or so when the toilet facilities weren't available for commercial drivers there's plenty of stuff out there that you can get that can do all this kind of stuff I've, I've never I mean I've, I've got the bottles but on the whole service stations normally also when you drop off if you're polite 
pleasant. So, mate, it sounds like a new jaloo. Eight times out of ten, you're going to get a yes. Um, but, yeah, I can understand that. You do. Everybody finds their own way with things like that. Uh, Godzilla, he says, a uh, problem I'm having... Hang on. There we go. Problem I'm having, and it backs up Pete beautifully simply is this. 50% of the loot and jobs listed, oh, this is to do with a curtain cider, or, so we're still on bands, really, to do with a curtain cider or a rigid. 50% uh, of the jobs listed in the CX for a curtain side, mine's a rigid. If it were a longer term, I would consider having the side cut out. I can only see it as an opener to get more, more, more work, uh, plus charge more based on, on jobs listed. At the minute, I can't see it being in my interest. Downside, strapping down will not be easy when you don't have a rigid side. Just get one side converted. That way you, you get the best of both worlds. So if you have to strap it, you strap it to get the, get the left-hand side converted. That way when you curbside, which some jobs, you know, if you've got a load, unload, you can pull up and then you open the curbside one. But if you've got to strap it, you strap it to the offside. Um... Yeah, so yeah, just get one. The downside strapping down is easy. And I was worried about there's the security thing. Some people want a box because it's got to be stuck overnight. It really they don't want a curtain where someone can just open it up and just take it out, like you know. Um, yeah, um, I'm guessing it's possible to ask a load bearing curtain, which would help. Yeah, load bearing curtains are good. Um, if not, you need T pieces dropping the floor eyelets. Just no, you don't. Just get one side converted. If you need to strap it, strap it to the other side. Uh, prices I've come across are sixteen hundred pounds. However, you're off the road for two weeks, so consider loss of earnings more. Six, I, th I think sixteen hundred pound. Other fourteen, but that's probably about right. Two weeks. How can it take two weeks? What to chop out a bit of wood and put some metal bits in? I'd, I'd like to. I mean, I was thinking two days max. 15 minutes. I just massively underestimate everything that comes down to this kind of stuff. Um, I suppose what you would have to do then, if you were going away or going on a holiday or something like that, put it in on a Monday, come back on the following Monday, and it's done. For two weeks, that's too much. Can we have some um, comments, please? How long does it take to convert something into a curtain side? I'm still reeling from that. Um, if I were to say, yes, let's get it done, then January, March would be the slowest period. Yeah, that would make some sense. Get it done in, in, in January, yeah, absolutely. The van going, you know, cost value uh, consideration. As it is with most things, if you get a Luton without a tail lift, you will not benefit from having a Luton. If you have a tail lift, then you go, you, you'll not get curtain work. If you have a tail and a curtain, now it's down to you, list. There's always things. You see, the courier world is like juggling cats. Yeah, you're dead right. Um, as far as a ULES is, just put the extra charge on. It's all right with the van. It's like 30 quid. If you've got to go into ULES, charge an extra 30 quid. You don't want to go in there anyway because nothing moves. But, um, yeah, I would say the answer would be, I would say I would get it converted. Two weeks is too long. But if you're going to get it converted, try and find somewhere who can do it quicker. Try and get it done in January. I seriously believe you'll get the money back within two months on jobs that you can take, which you couldn't previously take because you've got a curtain on you know, But... That's just my opinion, and as we know, my opinion is largely wrong, or at least highly erroneous, um, or like highly inaccurate. Like uh, Godzilla's, or while we're still on it, it says the prices are up because um, I said about prices going up and everything going up for the simple reason: a glut of work fuels up a third. So bid high, folks. You know, because if you bid small, you will not receive a wage. You buy and pay for the van, you drive it for other people. The cheapest job I've done the last couple of weeks is around 97.5p per mile. And he's, well, he's in a Luton, so that's actually, you know, that's kind of right. But he's right, we've got to pay more for fuel, there's a shortage. It's supply and demand, isn't it? If there's 100 drivers on one job, it's going to go cheap. If there's 100 jobs on one driver, <laughs> it's going to go dear. It's just supply and demand, that's all it is. 
Um, Andrea Beck, have you done your TM part two yet? I'm currently doing my TM CPC. I haven't done my TM part one yet. I didn't even realize it was in two parts. I've done a CPC, obviously, because you need a CPC to drive a truck. But um, we have a transport manager. We have superhero Daniel. And oh, well, I've got a phone call from Coventry to say they're on the verge of um, granting the license. So next week. Uh, but no, I, I, apparently the, the course is very hard. Uh, Andrea, I, I hope you do well. Um, let me know how it goes. Mark Chester, lots of videos. You said at the start you were going to try Smart LM software. That was on the interview I did with Ben at um, HBC. Did you? If so, your views would be appreciated. Anyone else using it, nice, nice to hear what you think. No, um, because <coughs> I don't do the office. Uh, I, Alan Gemma do the office, I'm still driving. When we get to six trucks, then I'm going to start doing the office. When I do the office, I do some videos. Um, but the guys in the office kind of went, it's kind of, they couldn't see how it would be a benefit to us. Ben assures me that it is good. I trust Ben. He's a nice guy. HBC, great people. At this, maybe we're just not big enough, but at this point, the CX does everything we need it to do. Maybe in the future, and if we do, and I do use it, I'll fill you guys in. Um, David Forster. Um, Hi, Pete. Do you know anyone who would let me know what, what you need to run in Northern Ireland or Republic of Ireland as info is confusing and conflicting? Would like to quote on the odd job going from UK to Ireland. Any info would be appreciated. The longest, I mean, I've spoken to our man in Ireland, who's John, and he said there's no work on the CX in Ireland. So if you want a quote from UK to Ireland, you've got you quite big money. Um, and you probably won't get it because it'll probably go to someone who's going back. But you, you'll want to be looking at you're looking at miles out there, plus maybe backload miles coming back, plus price of ferry, plus maybe hotel. It's going to come in silly. That's not to say they won't pay it. I know no, I, the only that I say the only time I've ever been across the water is when I drive to, to another country across the water is when I've been to Wales on the Prince of Wales Bridge. Um, but no, I, I can't really fill you in on that one. But I do know, speaking to John, who was on the CX for a while in Ireland, he said there's nothing. He said you do get jobs on the CX sometimes from the mainland going back to Ireland, which he does take because he's on his way back. And he said, I only have to do three or four of them a year. And it pays for the CX because you can get good money going back to Ireland. But it's a bit like I've done this before. Like I've gone to Aberdeen. I've gone to like, you know, the, the, the end of Wales. Yeah, get a load of money going out there. And then you can't get anything coming back. So you take whatever you can, go here, there and everywhere. And when you get back three days later, you realise you're not that much better off than you would have been just running local jobs on a daily basis. So it's so tempting. When the money comes in, you think, oh, I might get something coming back. In my experience, not very often. Uh, London Grave. Hello, Nick. How you doing, mate? He said, I saw a John Lewis driver driving past Barrow Tube uh, towards the elephant yesterday with the tail lift down and out. I was on my bike and tried to catch it. Failed the first time, but I caught up with him at the lights. He I pulled him in. Seems he had driven from the city with it down. I have done that myself. I have driven a lot. You know, you get people going, no, you not. Oh, dear. It's not good. You don't do it so much in the lorry. Um, I've also you tried to drive off and you hear a grinding noise and the fans a bit slow. Like, oh no, the towel's still on the floor. Um, I don't know why you don't do it so much. Maybe because I don't put the towel down quite so much, um, and because it's got that funny foldy thing. But yeah, no, it does happen. Listen, well done, Nick. Looking after the career drivers, he's the boy. Um, carry on, carry on. Uh, Nine one seven six. Droid's name. Um, if you refuse to deliver the RDCs. 
they would have no choice but to sort the issues out. Doesn't happen in Japan because they're working on the issue, have offloading teams solely dedicated to getting vehicles uploaded. Well, that's because they're very efficient, aren't they? They're very good at this kind of stuff. They fix roads at night out there so that you don't have to have them closed during the day. They've got trains that run within a minute of each other. Very, very good at this kind of stuff. Us over here, not so much. Um, but yeah, you're right. It would be it would be better. I don't understand why they don't. So, you know, a, a government law, could, you could bring in, if you could bring in some kind of legislation that said that every lorry from the second that it got, um, you know, like I do with trains, if it turns up on site, if it's not unloaded, say, depending on the size of the lorry, say within an hour or two hours or something like that, it, you get fined, then they pull their finger out. But they don't have to. They just, oh, just sit it there. You know, we'll worry about it later. We're going on tea break. Yeah, it's just something we don't like, but what can you do? Sanats, because we've done the one on... Uh, well, I've done one on um, on the circuit app and stuff like that, on the route optimization. Um, don't forget, we've got, we've got my own channel on the route optimization. I'll, I'll do you a little link if you want. There's some more videos over there on this kind of stuff, like, you know. Um... Don't Google Maps and Ways do this apart from finding the parcels. It's good you asked that, actually, because I'm going to do a video on that for them this month. And it does, but it's rubbish. <laughs> in the fact that you can only put in up to 10 stops. And more importantly, it doesn't optimise the route. You have to tell it where you're going. You tell it which way you want to go what order you want to put them in. So it won't work out the quickest way. It will just do where you tell it to go. Well, if you're going to do where you tell it to go, you might as well put them in one at a time anyway. Um, but I will do a video for this. A video coming up on that um, this month. So, and I'll do you a, a link when it does. Um, Damien Atherton. That wasn't difficult to say. Uh, I tramp four days a week. So no way am I spending £100 a week to sleep <laughs> I, I'm, to sleep, I, I, I'm in a car park currently being rocked to sleep by all the cars on this lovely A road yeah it depends like I say in you know, a lorry is different when I was in the van I would go out um, hotels really impinge on the cost of a job but if you're subcontracting in a lorry I say the jobs you get paid very good money so if I, I mean the Aberdeen job was a grand I'm not going to drive all the way up to Aberdeen get a grand and then for the sake of like it was about 30 or quid not get a bath and, and a bed so and also I was finished by about because I had to start so early in the morning. I was finished by about three o'clock in the afternoon. I wasn't out till the next morning. What are you going to do in a lorry? You could, you know it was a lockdown. I couldn't get the pictures. What am I supposed to do with my time? Mm. But now I do understand that. Uh, Victor Botha said, "Hi Pete, been watching your videos a lot. I was hoping you could share some advice. I'll be getting a vehicle and a trailer that has a seven ton." All up weight capability. In your opinion, would it be better to join courier or haulage exchange or both? When you join the courier exchange, then it's basically it's the same thing. I thought I was going to do a video on the difference between the two. I think I did actually, but there really isn't a lot of difference. All it is is rather than when you look at the laptop, rather than being yellow, it's blue. And suddenly you can see jobs up to six axle trailer, whereas previously I could only see jobs up to seven and a half ton truck, which was bizarre because still a truck. But um, I will do a video on vehicles with trailers. They don't work that well on the exchange. I'll do you a bit more detail on that. But if you're going to join, join the HX. It's only it's only a little bit dearer, and you'll see a lot more. Wild. I don't fairness. If you're up to seven ton, if you can see jobs up to seven ton, seven and a half ton, on, if ask them, say, so can I see up to seven and a half ton on the career exchange? They say yes. I find I join the career exchange. Don't even mention the HX. If you mention it, they'll sell it you. They are salesmen. They will sell you stuff.
I'll do you another video on that with a bit more detail. Though. Good luck. Um, Urban Waste. <laughs> he says, actually, because I did one on panics, I said panics come from Holliston. He said, actually, panics come from trees. Well, if you want to be picky about it, actually, panics come from the Big Bang, which was a, a, a an explosion in which the entire universe was created and expanded like a balloon, I think round about 3.7 billion years ago, and that's where matter started, and that's where pellets come from. If you want to be pendant's corner on it. <laughs> I'll still say they come from Austin, and they're blue and very heavy. Um, and in conclusion... Um, on the um, on the Uncle Albert's video, cousin Darren, I spoke to him last week. He's he's lovely. He's still doing the Ocado thing. I've got plans for cousin Darren. I wonder if he might join the organisation. Be lovely to have him back. Um, he said, yeah, on, on the triangles from a cow thing, half man, half biscuit. Absolutely phenomenal band. There is a video on what is Chatteris. <laughs> I do like Half Man, Half Biscuit. Great band. And finally, the last word this week goes to Philip Jeffrey, who on the Uncle Albert's video said, thank God for that. I was expecting you to show us a piercing in a very delicate area. Yeah, no. <laughs> no one wants to see that. Who would do that to themselves? But anyway, that's it. So it's only Q&A as usual. Hope you're all well. Christmas is coming. And I'll get some time off. I'm counting down, it's like 12 weeks away, I'm thinking I can do 12 weeks. I haven't had a, I haven't had a holiday for two years because of the lockdown thing. No, I mean, I get my weekends off, you know, it's fine. But um, I am looking forward to Christmas. And in the meantime, I want to do, guys. Take care. Take money. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.